Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, I'm Ruby. We are two hot perimenopausal mindset coaches with a burning desire to help working women across the globe think differently about menopause. There is another way. It's mindset over menopause. Co-authors of the Working Women's Guide to Menopause, When the Heat is On, Don't Sweat It, we're delighted to bring you our bite-sized podcast show, Mind Over Menopause. On the show, we share stories from other women going through one of the three stages of menopause, peri, menopause, and postmenopause. Grab a cuppa and listen to their story. Hello, I'm Gail Gibson. I'm Ruby McGuire. Welcome to our podcast, Mind Over Menopause. Now, this is a weekly show that is filled with real life stories about women like Ruby and myself who are navigating the menopause journey with a positive mindset. Today's guest is Sarah Booth. Hi, Sarah, and welcome to the show. Hi, Gail. Hi, Ruby. Thank you so Hi, much for Sarah. having me. Lovely to have you. So let's get straight into it then. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Mm, thank you. So, yeah, so um, my name is Sarah and I am a feminine embodiment coach and I work on the sort of psycho-spiritual level of perimenopause, um, predominantly with women in their 40s. And really my work is an invitation to, to come into this place, this transition in life, and to look and unravel social conditioning and programming to help women kind of get closer to, I suppose, their sacred nature, their wisdom, that inner intuition and knowing so that they can better serve themselves, but then also kind of better serve the community of people around them as well. Um, so I think, you know, we're at this age, we're all pulled in so many different directions. Um, our energy is very scattered. Um, and the work that I do is very much bringing women from the level of that kind of scattered energy over and above their heads, back into their bodies, back into the connection with the heart, with the soul, with the belly, with the womb, and really enabling them to ground that energy and start to untangle what's most important for them. Beautiful. Um, so that's what I do. And I'm also a mom. I've got two boys. Um, I'm a, a wife. And I love being outdoors. I love being in the mountains and um, yeah, just taking life a bit more slowly. Mm, we're all open for that. As you were talking, <laughs> it reminded me of the, there's a thing on Pinterest and it's it's about having about 1500 browsers open. And that's what it's like in a woman's mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just reminded me of that where we're all so scattered with everything that's going on. Absolutely. So, yeah. Fantastic. So at the moment then, Sarah, are you in perimeno or are you post-menopause? Um, I would say that I'm in perimenopause. Um, I had a hysterectomy when I was 39. So it because I'm not cycling in a, you know, a visible mm -hmm. way, I suppose, with having a monthly bleed, um, it's, it's perhaps more difficult to judge. But I would say that, yeah, perimenopause and about so I'm 46 now and um at the age of 42 I started to have the physical symptoms you know which were the increased anxiety which is something that I'd never um experienced before 
the heart palpitations, um, constant headaches, um, problems with digestion. Um, and then I was also struggling with adhesions from my operation, um, from my hysterectomy, hysterectomy operation. But then interestingly as well, it was like that psycho-spiritual element where I just lost myself. And I know that this is really common and felt very flat, very disconnected from everything. You know, it's like when you kind of have this dissociated view of yourself just going through the humdrum of daily life. And it was interesting because I suppose, you know, if you think about the rules going back to the conditioning and the programming, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd worked through a career, got married, two kids, nice house, all of the things in inverted commas that you're, you know, kind of encouraged to do to find happiness. And I was happy and really grateful for all of those things, but I also wanted to run away from it all. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's when I started and I was aware that actually this might be perimenopause because obviously having had the hysterectomy, mm -hmm. I was told that I would probably go into uh, perimenopause and menopause earlier. So I was actually aware that this was a dynamic. Um, and so I approached it in a way of like, OK, let's look into this. You know, let's dive a little bit deeper not just in terms of the physical symptoms, but in the spiritual realm as well. Mm. How is this, how is this meant to change me? You know, what do I need to be doing differently? What's, what's the next stage of my life and how can it be different from, from what's going on right now? Mm. And you mentioned, you know, you've mentioned some of the challenges that you had there and I know when um, you were working through our application, you were saying that the, one of the biggest challenges was trying to match the requirement to be on all the time and then the people-pleasing side of things. Just tell us briefly a bit more about that. Yeah, so that's such a big thing, isn't it? And the And again, it kind of comes back to this, the browser analogy that you used earlier. And that's just an assumption of how we're meant to exist. And it's so difficult to properly disengage from that, to properly slow down. And so I think it requires a lot of self-compassion, um, a lot of patience and willingness to actually engage with this process um, of really kind of thinking, okay, what is it that I can let go of? What do I no longer need to carry? Because, and I was thinking about this earlier, it's really interesting as women, we're driven by estrogen, which is that bonding hormone, that need for connection, but that can manifest itself in, in overgiving and always being there for other people. Um, you know, and, and also in a kind of a, if it becomes too toxic, that sort of controlling mechanism, you know, having to feel like you've got to control and maneuver everything as well. So that was really predominant in my way that I was operating, really. And so the challenge was to start un unraveling all of this programming, all of this consciousness, this so sort of patriarchal consciousness, I suppose I, I call it. So, yeah, the roles of the 
people pleaser and the perfectionist and the superwoman who's supposed to do everything and do it really, really, really well. And to be perfectly honest, I think this, this was my sort of starting point for unraveling, but it also still is because it's 40 years of digesting these messages. It's going to take time to, you know, regurgitate them and, and recreate something new and different. But I think that the perimenopause and menopause is a really beautiful invitation to do that. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, you know, the, the estrogen levels drop. So that bonding doesn't become so much of a driving force. So it's an opportunity to step into this sort of sense of, well, who am I? What's right for me? What's my true calling, my purpose? You know, again, this kind of idea of this sacred um, nature that we all have in us and this wisdom that we can tune back into instead of all the stories we've been fed up to this point. Mm -hmm. Really interesting. So you've talked a lot about that stepping inwards, Sarah, and, and how vital that is to be able to then be part of that um so your surroundings and the people that you're living with and working with daily so what would you say has been the go-to um coping mechanism for you that is something that really powers you up time and time again as you go through this process Mm. so for me it has been the embodiment piece and I think there's so much that goes on externally and so much information out there, which is brilliant. It's great. And it's so needed. And yet sometimes it's, it's um, easy to get kind of overwhelmed with that information. Um, And so for me, what works really well is just this coming back to my body to really listen to whatever is there all the sensations, you know, the physical aches and pains, the emotions, um, the thoughts, the feelings. Because I think as well, we're really used to numbing things out. Mm. Okay, so we we numb out a lot of our rage. We numb out a lot of our pain. We numb out a lot of our shame. But then we also numb out a lot of the more joyous things, you know, like the, the, the pleasure, the real kind of sensual pleasure and um, that ultimate joy and spirituality. And we sort of minimize both of these ends of the spectrum and live in the middle of a kind of a bit of a vanilla um, bandwidth, I suppose. And so coming into my body and just allowing these emotions to exist and to be felt and to be experienced is really, really powerful because it's allowing the fullness of yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not minimizing or restricting or saying, oh, no, that emotion's too dangerous or that emotion's, you know, wrong or whatever. It's just embracing this fullness. And and all of that happens in that mind-body relationship in accepting every part of who we are. And that brings with it for me anyway, that sense of freedom, that sense of liberation that can then be expressed in the the external world. 
those Sarah some really great tips there thank you very much and I think it's it it is so important that we listen to our bodies and we treat ourselves and some of those key words of slowness and compassion and honesty and that you know they're all things that we need and it's it's interesting it's like we wake up to our wisdom at this time of our lives and everything that we thought yeah. was important actually just isn't oh that's um, so true so yeah. what would you say are your three top tips for women who are going through the same experience or similar to you um so I think going back to what I was saying before you know in a world where so much information is available at the click of a button is to not abandon the wealth of information and experience and deep wisdom that's in your individual body you know yourself better than anybody else so it's really about yeah again this slowing down turning inwards and listening to the whispers of your body what direction do they really desire you to go in sometimes these whispers are actually shouts <laughs> but we we still are very effective at ignoring them but yeah it's welcoming those and just not necessarily having to act on them straight away but being open to them and curious about them and just seeing how you can slowly integrate these whispers these new directions into um your life and follow your intuition even if it seems absolutely insane to everybody else <laughs> um you know go go out there and be you um so that that's my first one the the question that i had actually just sort of coming coming out of the interview was just one piece of advice so um do you want me to add another couple just kind of yeah, uh, just, talk. yeah 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 okay okay so I think the second one as well is community um and again I think in this world we're meant to felt feel like we should be able to manage everything on our own and that if we don't we're not strong enough you know we're not tough enough just push on these are kind of the messages and yet we're not designed to operate as individuals. Find the right support, find the right person or people to help you through. Um, yeah, and don't feel like you're meant to do this on your own because you're absolutely not. Um, and then my third piece of advice, what would that be? I think honesty is like having the courage to be really honest about what's right for you and beginning to take those steps towards that. And I know in menopause, they speak about this kind of, you know, burning the house down type moment where women just want to, you know, turn around and throw a match to everything and sail off into the sunset. And actually, sometimes that's needed and necessary. It absolutely is. And yet other times we can just follow these little breadcrumbs towards honesty of what it is that is right for us, of all the things that we've maybe been attached to that we can start to let go of, all the things that we've been carrying that we can, you know, set down. And 
It takes a lot of courage, actually, to be radically honest. And it takes a lot of compassion and sensitivity to be able to move towards that. But it's so liberating and it's so healthy for the body and the mind. And I think, you know, for the women that I work with who tend to be more in perimenopause, the more we can do this in perimenopause, then the more we can reach menopause with, you know, just that groundedness and that knowing of who we are, what it is we, we desire and what it is we want to do with that kind of second act of our lives. So yeah, those those would be my three pieces. <laughs> lovely, they're, they're, really lovely. Yeah, very lovely as well. I'm just listening. I'm 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 really immersed in everything that you're saying. Process, yeah. I love um, the whisper, particularly the whisper, yes. listening to your whisper is lovely. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. So if there's one thing you've one positive thing that you've learned during your menopause journey so far, Sarah, what is it? That there's so much possibility out there still. That aging is a gift, a real gift that not everybody gets to experience. And that there's so much beauty and, yeah, hope and possibility wrapped up in a woman who reaches that point where she's just embracing her life you know ready to go out there do whatever she desires to do and it doesn't have to be big right we can make we can make differences in our own lives and other people's lives in really really small ways but just knowing what that is being ready to embrace it being ready to kind of gather your arms around other women and move forward and that is just yeah something really really positive that we can take, and you know, we were talking a little bit about this before, Gail, in terms of feminine leadership, whether that's of businesses or whether it's just your family unit, how it's really positive and empowering to think, how do I desire to be this feminine leadership and in, in, in incorporate these kind of more feminine, softer, and yet very fierce energies into how I live my life. So yeah, it's just that, that possibility and that adventure that's still ahead of all of us really beautiful and it just says to me that it's about honor and reward so honoring ourselves as women for how far we've come and then the reward is that we can choose what comes next um, and using that term that's out there as well that second spring because we have the reward to have gathered all of this experience and all of these roller coasters of hormones and everything else that goes with it and then our reward is what comes next but it's our choice and it's yes how we can lead with that so thank you so much I really love that really yeah resonate with that 100% oh Sarah thank you for sharing your story with us on the mind over menopause it's been really lovely learning more about you and and um, the inspiration that you've shared with us is great so speaking oh, thank of you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure, real pleasure. So speaking of sharing, share your details with us and let us know how listeners can get in touch with you. Sure. So the two main ways are my website, which is www.sarahboothcoaching.com. 
And then also Instagram, which is at Sarah Booth Coaching. Wonderful. Thank you very much. So we will pop those details in the show notes. And thank you again for being our guest. Thank you so much. It's been lovely. Thanks very (laughs) much, Sarah. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's show and the story our guest shared. Every woman's experience of menopause is different. Our aim is for you to feel inspired, know that you're not on your own and choose to take back control. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or find out more about us and the work we do, you'll find all the details in the show notes. As a gift, you can also download a free extract from our book. Ruby and I look forward to sharing your story soon.